0: Hey, I'm Leo DeRocher, and I'm here with head coach of the Nichols football team, Coach Tim Reba. How are you doing, Coach? Hey, man. Good to have you here in, in the new building. So my first question, I asked Kyle this yesterday. Any new coaches on the sideline?
1: Uh, yeah, we had th- uh, three new coaches uh, join the staff this year. Um, Kyle Skierski, our offensive line coach. Uh, is new. Darian Monroe, who's coaching the safeties, and Torin Joseph, who's a former player, is now coaching the cornerbacks.
0: What coaches returned? Uh, We
1: have five of our original guys. uh, Very, very fortunate. Both coordinators. uh, Coach Rob Christofel, who coaches the uh, offensive side of the ball. Tommy Rybecki, who's the defensive coordinator. We have uh, Russ Gisclair, who coaches the tight ends. We have Ty Martin, who coaches the running backs. Sean Murphy is coaching our wide receivers. Uh, and Brian Wallace is coaching our, line, our defensive line.
0: Okay, let's move to the game that happened this past weekend. What was your game plan going into this game?
1: Well, it's always new, uh, you know, playing that first game of the season because you don't really you had to go with the previous year's film for everybody. I was mainly concerned about us, you know, how we were going to be. We had some we had some guys returning, but in some key positions. But we also had some guys who were. Uh, Having to step up and seeing that they were going to be able to produce this year, so we, you know, we had some high expectations going in, uh, but I was really mainly concerned how we were going to be able to execute uh, on the offensive side of the ball. You know, what what our operation was going to be, uh, get get the tempo of the game, and I was kind of disappointed because we we didn't get off to a good start. We were we were struggling on offense and uh, going three and out, and defense we gave up a couple of big plays. And man, you looked up at halftime and we were down. Uh, so we tried to regroup. In, in, in halftime, and come back in the second half, and see if we can sustain, you know, uh, a couple drives, and try to get on, a, get on a board, and try to get back in it. But it didn't work out that way. But I was pleased for the fourth quarter. Our, our guys kept fighting, kept uh, working hard, and uh, they knew we were still trying to build on something and build a little momentum getting into this week.
0: So what did you tell them at halftime and what did you change at halftime?
1: Well, every time when you go in the coaches get together before they meet with the players on both sides of the ball and just, you know, talked about the mistakes that we made, if there's any changes that we got to do some things that we saw uh that they were giving us that because again uh, it was all new you know, with, with the new season. So we just tried to make a couple of changes. But again, it was fixing some of the mistakes that we made. Uh, we knew we were getting the ball to start the second half, and we want to try to come back and see if we can establish a little bit of a run game and try to move the change and get, get some positive things happen in the second half. And I thought we played a little better, but not nearly as good as we need to or going to need to moving forward.
0: So how how does Ju- getting Julian Gomes back this season Going to help the team? That well,
1: you know, uh, it's good to see him healthy. He's been through a lot within the last year. And, uh, you know, he is one of the premier backs in the country. It was good to see him fresh and bouncing around. Uh, good touchdown run there in the second half in the fourth quarter. Uh, caught the ball well out of the backfield. Um, but also, it, I, I like that whole running back group. I mean, we got Colin Guggenheim coming back. We got Marquise Albert, John Carrington, and Jalen Spears. We can go five or six deep in that running back room is is how we're going to get them all the football during the year
0: if you could redo the game what would you do differently this time Uh, besides one
1: well I I think we'd tell our guys that they got to understand about the speed of the game I think we'd come out and try to start a little bit faster if you could Uh, we we could play with those guys I mean that's not a question Uh, I, I told our guys on on Sunday when we met, at, uh, trying to figure out who we were. You know, that wasn't us who, who was playing right there. I think we'd done a few things on the back end differently. Uh, I think in the game plan, uh, I did like the game plan going in. Just pr- probably main thing, if you just go out there and try to execute a little better, it's some of the simple things that we didn't do and some of the reads and, you know, drop ball here or there. And I think you can look at a different ball game.
0: So what does your team model this
1: year? Uh, unit. You know, every year, you know, we try to come up. It's on the big sign outside. It's unit. Of course, it's always unique that all the letters in the word, whatever we do, has a certain meaning for our guys. Um, so we try to build it a little bit of toughness and a little bit of unity. Uh, it's what we want to do. And then also we'll always have our keep punching. Uh, that That's our, our, our motto every year. Uh, it encompasses our program about a good, hard, tough, uh, competitive football team that's not going to quit.
0: So I passed by earlier, and y'all were practicing really early. What's up with that? Like,
1: so when when you are always looking with other people, you know, coaches and programs, we steal from everybody around the country, you know. And so if people are having some success in certain things, you go and study it, and you try to find out uh, what are they doing. Uh, this has been coming on for a couple of years. There's programs that practice in the morning. And then they go to class in the middle of the day they can have a chance to meet and then it frees them up in the later afternoons and night i think it's better off for the programs on how they rest and how they recover and how they can repair all week and so we went look at a couple teams that were doing it uh the school was was gracious enough to let us do it it fit into our schedule uh and then i think it's only going to get better from here because you have to adjust where they start in classes later and they have to have enough classes that they they can take um, the thing that I really didn't anticipate but has been a big, big plus for us is weather-wise. You know, every afternoon, it comes two, three, four o'clock, we're having these rain and lightning and uh, the heat, uh, and it's been good. We've been getting our practices in, in the morning. It's been very successful. I think the guys are enjoying it. They're liking it, and uh, hopefully it's going to help us in the future.
0: So what is your opinion on the NIL? Do you think it's going to affect Nichols or – uh, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't,
1: I don't think it's going to really have a big effect at, at our level, at the FCS level. Um, I don't even think it's having a huge effect at the FBS level from from the mid-majors on down. I mean, all the big programs, I think the rich are getting richer. Uh, I think that's what it's going to be. It's it's really tough. Uh, there's a lot of programs, and not, and not just in Nichols and not just in the FCS, who struggle financially. There's just not enough money to go around. Um, And so they're asking people to even give more money than a lot of people don't have. So uh, I think the intent of the NIL was really good to help some of the players get some money and share some of the wealth. But I think it's kind of gotten out of control than what the
0: original intent intent was. Okay, so let's preview the schedule now. Y'all have ULM coming up next, this coming up weekend. How'd that game come about? So uh, we always
1: like to play. These schedules are, are done three, four, five years in advance. We're already working on uh, those games, and you like to always play some in-state schools, and you, you like one where it's a shorter travel. Uh, and financially, it's, it's it's feasible for us, and uh, we, we played them before. We played them, uh, I think it was my first year in 2015 uh, when we got here is, is when we played them, and, and not... Too successful, I think it was the first game of the year we I actually went out and played that. it, yeah, so uh it, it'll be a good game. it'll be a good test for us. they well coached. They had a tough week last week, too, but you can't judge them on who they played. You know, they played mm-hmm. the Texas Longhorns over there, so um, it's going to be a good physical, tough battle that we're going to have to really get get ourselves, and hopefully we can make a lot more improvement going from week one to week two.
0: then you'll play SEMO, then Jacksonville, then. Northwestern, rival game there. Then HBU, UIW, McNeese, Lamar, A&M, and SLU. Um, which, this season, y'all, did, the, or th- is it this season y'all doing the Ohio Valley, or is it next season? No,
1: this season. So that's what SEMO is. Okay, that's where we got to go. You know, a little bit tough when our schedule is, is five out of our first six games are on the road, which is tough. Um, And then we come home against Jacksonville State in a non-conference game. They'll be moving up to the FBF level next year. And then right after that, we start our conference games. So when we play Northwestern uh, in the real NSU game over there, that's the first conference game from here on out. It just so happened this year that
0: uh, the first two games are on the road. So what was the idea behind the Ohio Valley schedule, and how is this going to work? Well, I
1: think it, the, the original intent was for us to be able to play. Uh, people were having trouble. Teams were moving different conferences. They were going to different places, and they were having trouble scheduling uh, some games. So the, the thought was to let's play another conference like us, and we can play a home and home with them. So Jacksonville, I mean, uh is going to end up having to come to us uh, in the near future. They'll owe us a game. Things have changed since then. Um, uh, the Southland Conference is now as strong as it's ever been. We got a full allotment of teams. We got more wanting to come in. So I don't know if that alliance, how much longer that's going to be in effect.
0: Hey, thank you for being here today. All right, man. Appreciate it. Good luck you. this weekend. All right, thanks.